0: Good morning, everybody. My name is Larry Jacobs. This is 3K12 Education Talk Radio. We're going to talk about school safety today with Dr. Roderick Sands, who's the chief development officer at a company called Centedics, and he has a long uh, background in education, and he's moved into school safety. And uh, oddly, by a bad coincidence, today. Okay, as many of you know, I live in Maine. We had that mass shooting just yesterday evening, and Uh, this guy's still on the loose at nine o'clock in the morning on the 26th. So, and they shut down all the schools in that whole part of Maine, about 90 minutes from where I live in the town of uh, up, up by the Lewiston area. Okay. So I think it's important we talk about this, okay, today. And I'm so glad Dr. Sams is here with us today to put now, this company, which is, by the way, it got a lot of awards, a fast-growing company in school safety. It's called Centegix. I've got it linked here, but it's C-E-N-T-E-G-I-X. We're going to archive the show over at ace-ed.org. That's our home website for the American Consortium for Equity in Education. Everything free. Everything is free over there, so go over, check it out. We have our magazine, Equity and Access. There's a lot of people, and we appreciate all the feedback we get on it. All right. We have all the podcasts over there and our Excellence and Equity Awards, which was just opened up for the education side. So if you want to nominate yourself, you can. If you want to nominate your colleagues, you can. Faculty, staff, your school, etc. cetera. Please check it out. Everything's over at ace-ed.org. And without me uh, speaking any further, let me bring on my guest today, and I'm going to make him laugh as I introduce him. Good morning, Rocky. <laughs> Good I know. it. Good morning, sir. Good morning. <laughs> Call me, call me, Larry, that, call that, me that Larry Roderick.
1: <laughs> I, I was
0: I was researching you, and and you there, there was all these things, Doctor like the Roderick, and went quotes Rocky Sam's, I had to do it. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's 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 fantastic. Um, you know, obviously it's a it's a name that's easy to remember, um, <laughs> and so and it just kind of flows, right, Doctor Rocky it Sam. Does. So
0: it does. So, it does. Um, it, what should I call you this morning? You tell me. Ro-
1: Rocky works just fine. Rocky
0: is good. Dr. Roderick Sams, by the way, but yeah. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Right. I couldn't resist. (laughs) Sorry, Rocky. I couldn't resist. (laughs) No, not not a problem. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And this this morning, as I said, it's it's a terrible coincidence that we're having this conversation today. All the schools are closed in a big part part of the state today while they Mm -hmm. search for this lunatic. All right, and uh, they still don't even even here. They don't even have the exact numbers yet of how many people were uh, injured, etc. And they're using one of the middle schools right. as a um, as a place to unify the community and uh, put out information, etc. And so uh, I, I, I hate to say it, but it's good timing, okay? Because people are going to be well, worried about this, etc. And uh, you know, whatever. I, I, so let's start there. I, I, yeah, please, Jeff, you'd like to say something. Be my guest. But I want to ask you first to tell us all about Centegix.
1: Okay. Uh, first and foremost, I definitely want to send out my you know, thoughts and prayers to the entire Lewiston, Maine community, and anyone yeah. and everyone that's affected by the the chaos and mayhem that was caused um, on yesterday, and the fact that um, this person is still at large, um, yeah. continues to put uh, the community in a in a sense of paralysis. And and I, again, I can only fathom um, just the things that they're experiencing and going through. Um, so, again, thoughts, minds, prayers. Thank you, my man. To the entire appreciate community. Um, we appreciate we it up here in Maine. A lot of people that.
0: are getting in touch with me from all over the country asking me, you know, but we're we're far from that, and okay, and right. safe and sound. Yeah. But it's, it's disturbing when it happens anywhere, and it's yes. especially disturbing if it happens in, quote, your neighborhood. So when the this neighborhood is an hour and a half from me, but still it's pretty crazy.
1: So I happen to be, yes. So at at this current moment, I happen to be in San Diego um, at a conference for um, large urban school districts, council of great city schools. They they convene their fall conference conference about this
0: time every year.
1: And so this year we're in San Diego, California. And um, yesterday, last evening, as the events, and information was starting to to come out um, obviously, a lot of the attendees were um, a buzz around you know just the idea of it happening again, even though it's not specifically targeting the school per yeah. se it's the 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 community at large um is still being affected, which of course by default affects schools affects students, affects parents et cetera everywhere so of course it, they' just terrible. Yeah, so yeah so of course they're they're thinking about you know how to make sure that they protect the most precious resource that they have, which is their students
0: yep. and
1: obviously as superintendents and other key leaders, they're thinking about their faculty and staff and the community at large as well so that's 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 kind of the core premise of of Syntegix, which you know we are uh, an alert slash emergency response system that allows for every faculty, staff member of of any school or any district facility to be able to call for help when help is needed. And um, it starts with um, a wearable panic button that does not require a Wi-Fi or cellular capability in order for you to do a location of the individual that is in need of help by pressing that badge, uh, by sending that alert. And because we map out every facility of every school district we work with, we get accurate location. So uh, we know exactly where the event is taking place. And some of those events could be things like classroom disturbances or medical emergencies or some of those kinds of things that happen every day in schools. But of course, our system does allow for that location to be um prominent um, in any type of mass notification event, whether it's um in the case of what we were just talking about in case if it was an active shooter, you need to lock down a facility or any other type of notification event which in which everyone in that building or everyone in that location needs to be notified that something is happening It could be a weather alert it could be some other things. So Mm, our system is designed to get help fast because we're able to locate and identify where the threat or where the incident is happening. And then every person that is to respond, whether it's in the case of a localized uh, event, it could be the school response team, which usually consists of the principal or Mm -hmm. if you have a school resource officer or sometimes it's a school nurse, you know, whomever that, that school designates. Or if it's a large scale event, then obviously we could not only connect to those school officials and district officials, but also to any first responders as the districts districts designate as well.
0: So yeah, how does so it how is, is it how sure. is it able to tell if I push if I'm a teacher and whatever's mm-hmm. going on I push a button on my wrist which reminds me I wouldn't you know I fall and I can't get up the thing people elderly people wear mm-hmm. around their neck. Okay, but that mm-hmm. just sends a generic emergency, okay? Yeah. What you just described, which is fabulous, by the way, and I, I love the way synthetics mm-hmm. is growing, okay? Uh, how does it know what's going on? How is that reported? And is there a person at the other end? I'm thinking of the old alarm companies where, you know, the guy <laughs> yeah. picks up, well, what's your problem? She's like, yeah, the police? Well, how, well, how does yeah. this work? How does this work in this so, case?
1: So each person that receives a, a panic button, or, or our badge is what we call it, that badge is assigned to an individual person, right? We do it through a QR code system where you can literally just assign it to a person, give it to them, and then it reads you know, their information based upon what you've entered in. Usually if it's an email address, something that identifies them, right? So
0: mm-hmm.
1: we place we, we, we as I mentioned earlier, we map every single facility. So we map out the exact rooms, hallways, whether it's a cafeteria, gym, parking lots, um, even uh, football and baseball stadiums that you may have hmm. at your schools or at your facilities. So we map out every single piece of your district. And so that's how we're able wow. to do the kind of identifying that is necessary in order to know exactly where a threat or where an incident is happening. We also, because of um, the fact that we um, place Uh, they're they're locating devices throughout your entire school. We put them in every classroom. We put them in hallways. We put them in those areas where people congregate. So that is how we're able to identify through the badge, through the alert, who and where a person is. So that alert, so to answer the question about who gets it on the other end, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, every school will designate a response team. And, again, usually it's the principal and a few other people. Ah. And so we load software on your, you know, whatever whatever device you want to receive the alert. It could be a desktop or a laptop computer. It could be a cell phone where there's a, a response app that we can send to those responders, and only the responders get that technology or that capability. Um, and then when an alert happens, that it comes across to the responder um, sort of like an amber alert. It's like a, it literally takes over your device that you set to receive the alert. And when you hit that alert that has come through on your, you know, whatever your technology that, you, that you've loaded it on, mm-hmm. literally that, that alert pops up and it gives a map that shows Rocky Sam wow. in room 222, needs help. Now we may not know exactly what the help is, but we know that he's calling for help and where he is so that that response team can then go to that location and provide the support that he needs at that moment.
0: It it it, it it's such a good idea. And I think you no know, I, I hate to say it and you would feel the same way too and of course I mean this in full respect to Santiago. It's a horror that we need stuff like this, but we need this so badly right now. Okay? It's just, yeah. it's, yes. you know, just, no, nobody you know, I
1: wanted about, to be this way. You know, I spent 20-plus yeah. you know, years in, in, in K-12 education. I started yes, out as a, as a teacher assistant, and then I worked all the way up to become a high school principal several years ago yes, you before did. I started moving into the education technology space. And one of the things I always think about is, you know, the incidences that I've had in my schools over the years – you know, we, the way we responded was the only way we knew how to or the only way that the, the capability allowed for it. And I can only imagine how many things could have been lessened or even in some cases prevented with a hmm. solution like this, right? Yeah. And so that, that's, that's the, the value of not just having a solution that allows for immediate notification and identification, but also making sure that even as incidences may be potentially happening, you can actually send an alert to maybe prevent that that fight that was going to take place in the cafeteria because I was able sure. to call for help and, you know, the, the administrators would intervene before that situation even happened. So, you know, these are the kinds of things that school districts are finding a value in, which is one of the reasons why we're, we're growing. Um, and to your point, uh, One of my one of my things that I say a lot is I love what I do. I just hate I have to do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. It's brutal. Out there. Yeah, no.
1: and so I, again, it, it, I hate that it's necessary, but I'm glad we're able to provide the support that we can.
0: Yeah, and you're at the Council of Great Great City Schools, which are the large urban districts, or or if I yes. may, the largest district in any given state. Okay, okay. that's that, yeah. I know it's I know you yeah, group yeah, quite yeah. well. Damn good group, and by the way, thank you for getting up so early. I didn't realize you were going to be in California today. Okay, <laughs> oh, no, so that's six fifteen right. there. Okay, so thank is, you, Rocky. Yeah, I appreciate kind of that. Yeah, kind of early, <laughs> it yeah. is, and you don't sound like telling you like you've been up for about two hours. I hope you're sucking down that coffee. <laughs> okay, <laughs> apologize for that. I would have well, made well, it a little well,
1: late. Hey, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a coffee guy, so yes. I had to
0: you, sound you sound good. You sound good for, the, well, for this it. early in the morning. How long is uh, – I have a couple of questions. How long is has uh, been around, and what are you hearing? Are you, and you're, you're the kind of, if I'm reading this right, the liaison between the schools and the company. Okay, you, you've got this great uh, and long history in, in K-12 education. Um, what, what are you hearing from the – as you go out and talk to principals, you probably had, got a booth at the conference and you guys are talking to a million uh, superintendents and principals out there. Okay, what are they saying about all this? Okay, uh, you know that have, all about school security, etc. I, well, I would imagine they're they're pretty pleased when they hear about a company like Santejics because you know I have to say this too. Every teacher, the way I'm reading it, I think in most of your programs, the teachers all have a I'll call it a panic button, just a a, a mm-hmm. way to get get in touch. Okay, and that means a lot these days. You know, we can't lose teachers. Teachers are are, are under a lot of pressure. And the least thing they need is, is the the threat of violence or something going out of control, et cetera, Okay, so this makes teachers feel a lot more comfortable in their day at work. Okay, in my opinion, in these crazy times, uh, and, and and so I'm just asking as you talk to people at the conference and as you talk to school districts in your daily job, what are you hearing from from all the from all the folks out there about school security? Yeah,
1: yeah. So so one of the things I think is is is, is Kind of resonating is the idea that you know safety solutions have become yeah. the thing that you know districts are are, are making significant investments in, right? Um, and and one of the things I think is also important as we start thinking about kind of what are the things that are front of mind um, for a yes. lot of school districts. Um, obviously, safety it's key and it's critical. You know, the, the the better schools are safer schools. And, you know, when hmm. people feel good about coming to work, yeah. kids feel good yeah. about coming to school, their minds aren't clouded with constant threat or constant disruption. And, and so that actually improves instruction. Um, one of the things that we um, pride ourselves on as we work with districts is because we're able to get help so much faster, to an incident that may happen in a classroom or wherever, it allows for teachers to get the support they need as quickly as possible and then get back to doing the thing that they really want to do, which is teach. Teach, And exactly. so we, we, we really make that as a core principle, a core foundation of, of what our system is designed to do. Um, and so when I think about some of the conversations I've had this week, a lot yeah. of it has centered around safety, and a lot of it's centered around you know providing support for teachers because we yep. provide, um, or the districts will provide a, a badge to every single faculty and staff member. It's a, a tangible benefit that you're making an investment oh, absolutely. in the safety of the and staff. And so they think about things like how does that help us be able to retain, but also recruit the, the highest quality teachers possible. Um, everybody's dealing with teacher shortages and staff shortages. And so if, if there's things that you can use to uh, share with a potential teacher to say, hey, we've made this investment in your safety and your security as an employee, that may make the difference That's between right. whether that teacher goes to district X or district Y. And so these are the kind of things that, that superintendents are, are talking to as it relates to some of that auxiliary benefit. And, 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 and of course, you know, as, yeah. we, as we think about when we were founded, we were founded in 2017, um, right. but we really started thinking through our solution more tangibly and, and kind of more specifically um, after Parkland, um, after the Parkland tragedy.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And our founder really thought through all the things that happened during Parkland, as tragic as it obviously was, and started saying what could have made a difference potentially in the lives of those young people if these things were in place. That's right. And so when you start thinking about audio and visual notification, you know, being able to do an intercom announcement that is in real time or being able to do lights that flash everywhere so people will know, hey, something is happening, get behind a locked door, um, or a desktop takeover announcement on every network device that allows for you to give instructions to everybody in a building so that even if you don't work there specifically, say you're visiting, say you're a substitute teacher, and you want to know what to do in a moment of crisis, every device that is networked would be able to send out a a message that allows for you to know, give instructions and, and, and give protocols on what to do. And so these are all the things that we built into the system. I mentioned earlier about not being reliant on Wi-Fi and cellular. That's important because in many of our schools, Wi-Fi and cellular coverage is spotty at best. But and so making sure that we use a system that allows for the notifications to come through in the most seamless way possible. And so those are all the things that were core tenets of the crisis alert system. And, what's and the, it's, what's it's really system?
0: what what's the
1: system how does it uh, how it's so, get so, the it's word a, out? it's a it's a low it's a low-grade bluetooth network that we actually create from within the <laughs>
0: wow. the
1: uh, actual location and so each of those locating devices that i mentioned earlier those strobes they actually communicate to each other through a brain that we call our gateway so our gateway is the brain of the system and it sends so when an alert goes to um that from that badge to the gateway that signal is sent to all of those locating devices and so as this reading and bouncing off of each other through that bluetooth network that's when it's providing those locations and that's how i was I able to identify where the person is that actually pressed the button so it's kind of an ingenious methodology it is. As, as you it think is. about it because because it, it again now we do need internet capability for the gateway because that's the brain of the system but as far as Wi-Fi or cellular coverage, because of, the, because of you know, again, some of the challenges there, we wanted, we wanted a system that wasn't reliant because we know how unreliable those two things can be in many of our schools across the country.
0: That's good. And I must ask a question, and I'm thinking this will make you laugh at, at 621 in the morning. Okay. But um, I, I'm thinking when people buy one of those um, automatic uh, robot uh, vacuum cleaners, they turned it on. The first thing the, the thing does is run all over the house and map the house. OK, and, which mm-hmm. I always think funny, but it actually knows where it is in the house in relation to its base mm-hmm. and what the rooms yep. are, etc. which I think is smarter than me, considering it's a uh, vacuum cleaner. All right. And my, mm-hmm. my curiosity is how do you guys map the school? Well, what actually happens? In that, how long has that process taken? How is it done? I, I find that fascinating, and I think it's an incredibly, incredibly strong point, okay? How do you map it?
1: So many of our districts have maps of all of their facilities, right? And so
0: mm-hmm.
1: when they have those, we literally take those maps and we re-render them in our platform. So we re-architect we, we every map that we receive, and we embed it into our platform. Um, now, the technology behind that is, is pretty um, sophisticated, but we, we are, we're able to ingest those maps pretty pretty accurately within our platform. And in some cases, we do have some districts where maps have have gotten dated. They've made adjustments, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so we're, we're, we sometimes will have to go to those facilities and actually render them in, in a physical way, right? We have to go on site and actually, you know, create the exactly. mapping from, from the facility itself. Um, we have, uh, as a part of our safety platform, a, a mapping solution that actually, um, once the maps are rendered, it allows for them to have the ability to not just map to, for accuracy, But we also can put assets on a map. So just think about for a second, if you have cameras in your schools, we can actually put on our map within our system where your cameras are or where your AEDs are or where your fire extinguishers are, so that if someone had to report to an event or a situation, they would know where the emergency equipment is. Or if they're trying to get information in advance of showing up to an event and that camera is actually loaded onto our device, obviously, I mean, to our map, Then it may be a situation where they can actually access those cameras uh, and get information prior to showing up to a situation, so they'll at least have some preliminary intel. So our mapping solution obviously works very well in concert with our alerting system, but it's also something that a lot of districts are starting to find value in for oh God, asset you management kidding? and other things.
0: It, it's so important, and and then I assume it's also connected. I'll say to the police station and the fire department. Yes, so they can yes. just
1: so, so districts can. Yeah, you know, I mean, it blinks on at There, there is when it blinks is. on at the school. Correct. So yeah. you know, many of our districts have their own you know localized school resource officers. They sure. have their own chief of safety, right? And so many of them have their own command centers. Center. So we will literally connect. Um, in those kind of situations with those command centers, but wow. in, in some of our in some of our districts where they don't, obviously we can make the connection directly to that local law enforcement entity that they designate, right And so just like I mentioned earlier, when an alert comes through and that alert gives a location and it gives accurate information on where that alert initiated, you can have it set up to where as the police officers receive that information in their cruiser, they'll actually wow. be able to see that same mapping technology. Wow. Um and so when they show up to a situation, they know which part of the school or which area of the of the facility to go versus waiting for someone to give them instruction, you know, and because of the chaotic situation, you never know how that can get communicated or not communicated. So being and, and able to automate a- that as much as possible is really important when it comes to, to saving time.
0: Exactly. You just said the word. These situations can be extremely chaotic and there has mm-hmm. to be a system in place. OK, which is you yeah. like to think it'll be a calmly handled, but these usually, you know, they're well handled, but they have to they're chaotic and we have to be sure that mm-hmm. we're uh, getting the right information. I'm curious about this. I know you guys do a lot of work with data. How many incidents okay, were there last year? I will say like that strategic discovered. How many times was it actually used? I don't know if you have that information with you. Uh, not right
1: in front of me, but I, I, I can tell you our, our badge is yeah, probably used yeah. 98% of the time in those day-to-day situations that happen, you know, in every school across the country, right? Oh, yeah. So you think about those classroom issues, you think about medical emergencies, you think about, you know, any, any situation that requires um, uh, you know that notification to go through a responder for them to to come to a situation and provide support, and so that is ninety eight plus percent of the time in which our system is used. And you know, again, I, we know that the the mass casualty events get a lot of attention because those are the ones that usually make you know the media or yeah,
0: but they're um, rare. They're our, rare. Yeah. Right, and, and, yeah. and, we,
1: and we definitely want to be be mindful and, and, and understand the need to have that insurance policy. So in case it happens, you have something that you can yeah. rely on and something that can, can help the situation because it will help people understand exactly what the threat is and be able to, to know what to do in real time. But, again, we, we, we're, we're dealing with a lot of challenges post-COVID in a lot of schools. Um, a lot of students have returned back to school even now, and the level of disruption has has expanded pre- tremendously. And so, teachers are on you know yeah. high alert not point. only for those mass things, but they're high alert because of just the ability to manage and handle situations that many of our young people are coming to school with, That's right. uh, and, and even some of our faculty and staff as well. And so. We understand having something that, is, um, that can be used easily. The simplicity of the badge is really important. You don't want something that is so complicated that people don't want to use it because they've got to figure out what to do. But also at the same time, you want to make sure that they have it readily available to them. I don't want to have to look in my desk drawer or, you know, if I'm, you know, in my purse or anywhere else to find whatever I'm supposed to use to exactly. initiate an alert.
0: Exactly. I want to
1: make sure it's something that I have on my person from the time I show up to work until the time I leave so that if something happens, I know that whoever's on the other end of that alert knows who I am and where I
0: am. Yeah, it's so important. And down in down in Georgia, there's a um... – well, that's where you're from, as a matter of fact, down in Georgia. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. um, you yeah. know, you have a, a note from the head of, sec- I think the head of security, Mr. Strong, in, um, I think, uh, uh, I don't know what, oh, Douglas County Schools. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, he wrote that uh, when, when one of the teachers had to push their, the button on their badge. All right. Uh, in terms of notification, I'm just paraphrasing him. They heard it over the intercom. The strobes lit mm-hmm. up. This is interesting. And it came up on the smart boards. How about that, everybody? Mm-hmm. And monitors mm-hmm. in the classroom and throughout the school. And they were all made aware that there was a dangerous situation, whatever that might have been. And everybody was able to respond appropriately. Okay. And this is this is how important this is. And actually, that proves that up. I'll just try to end this with a little bit of humor on a crazy day this morning. All right. Um, I'm sure over the course of the time, there has been one or two funny instances where a teacher, a substitute teacher actually threw all the hamsters out in the classroom and couldn't figure (laughs) out what to do. Okay. Was there any, are there any like funny anecdotal stories about that? I don't know. I don't know, Um, but it just strikes me that it, that could happen. I'm
1: I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure they have, Larry. I think, you know, one of the things that we, we do capture though, um, are a lot of stories where, the bath has has truly been and and i and i don't say this lightly truly been a lifesaver
0: oh absolutely um, and, absolutely and
1: so and so but yeah i i think there're probably those stories and you know we don't we don't really get a lot of those cuz i think a lot of those stay in house <laughs> with the with the district um but but i'm i'm sure i'm sure they exist but i yeah. i just would love to kind of share you know again when you're talking about you know, safety and security. Um, you're really talking about things that are designed to um, improve the, the culture and climate of your school. That's right. You're thinking about things that are designed to improve your schools, right? These are types of investments that districts are making to, you know, empower and protect uh, their their precious resources, the students that that they are in the care of, the faculty and staff that they're de- that they're designed yep. to support the community that they try to uplift. And so these are all the things that we think about every day as we try to deploy a system that allows our ability to help districts perform those tasks. And we take it very seriously. We are always looking for ways to improve. We take a lot of feedback from our existing districts and also districts that we're we're in conversation with on how to make our solution better, how to make sure that it works in the way that, is necessary because ultimately every second matter and every life matters. Yeah, and it so does. We want to support those things as much as possible. So I appreciate the opportunity to kind of share a little bit about the strategic I appreciate the work you guys are doing. Uh, to share a little bit about Crisis Alert and how it's being of benefit to you know a lot of a lot of schools and a lot of districts across the country. And we're and we're we're pleased to be able to support those districts in the way. That is necessary because ultimately safer schools are better schools.
0: Uh, darn right, and this is so important. Again, it's a crazy day here in Maine, and uh, you know a lot of schools are closed today because of uh, a mass shooting up in Lewiston. And it just speaks to what uh, this can happen anywhere. We have to have a program in place and Centegix, I have it linked here on site. Will help you. And now I'm going to now I'm going to uh, tell you something that you will thank me forever. Are you ready, Rocky? <laughs> I,
1: I'm You're ready. Ex-
0: all right, you're in San Diego, okay, I know you're downtown, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. go to Richard Walker's Pancake House for breakfast tomorrow. <clears throat> do not miss Richard that. Walker's
1: Pancake House. Yes. I'm writing yes. that down.
0: Okay, I'm, and trust me, trust me, you will, do you, will, you will add I my name to your prayers. You will add my name to your <laughs> prayers, when I'm done. When you're done, give me the name okay. one
1: more time. I got Richard. Give me the name. Again. Richard
0: Walker. Richard Walker.
1: Richard Walker. Pancake House. Pancakes.
0: Got it. So yeah, or breakfast, whatever it is. But it's it's, it's well known out there, and they just don't miss it. Okay. Richard okay. You'll thank me forever. Yeah. And and on I, that look, note, have look, a great time you- in one of my favorite cities, where it's always room temperature in San Diego. And uh, I can't thank you enough for being here, Rocky. Thank you, and continue good luck, good work with all the good you're doing because this strategic stuff is very. Very important. Thanks for getting up so early. Have a great day, my friend. Thank you.
1: Thanks, Larry, for the opportunity. I greatly appreciate it.
0: My pleasure, and enjoy your breakfast, okay? <laughs> all
1: right. All right, we'll do. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. Brett Roderick Sams, Dr. Sams, who's the Chief Development Officer after many years in the public education, okay, I believe most of that in Georgia, uh, over at Sontagix. I got it linked, and this is really important security stuff, so check it all out. All right, it's on my mind today. What can I tell you? We're going to archive the show over at ace-ed.org. I'm Larry Jacobs. Thank you for listening.